It's Wednesday at 10.45. Time for this week's Hockey Guest on Dale and Keith. Bruins and the Montreal Canadiens tonight at the TD Garden. Our friends at NBCSN will have the game. Part of that fine crew is our buddy Brian Boucher, who joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Good morning, Boucher. How are you? I'm doing well, Dale. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Before we talk about tonight's game, we were just discussing... Uh, what we all witnessed last night in Anaheim, frightening, scary scene. Thankfully, the NHL has the proper protocols in place and the people and the equipment they needed, and uh, this did not end up being a tragedy, apparently. Uh, I apologize. You cut out there. I'm on a train right now, right as you were saying it, but I think you're talking about uh, you know what happened last night in Anaheim with Jay Bomeister. Scary. Yeah, you know, and... You know, just put things in perspective, right? I mean, the, you know, these guys are tremendous athletes, but at the end of the day, uh, anything can happen. And, and thankful that the, the, the trainers and the first responders were were on it quickly. Um, you know, we've seen a couple of instances now where, where guys have had to be on their toes. And these guys, you know, at, at these arenas, they you know, they go through the, the necessary training and protocols in case there ever is an event like that. And, Thankfully, last night, uh, his teammates, you know, looked like uh, Vince Dunn and, and Alex Petrangelo right away were, were signaling right away to get somebody over there. Ray Barilli, the trainer for the St. Louis Blues, was on it, and so were the Ducks trainers. And thankfully, it, you know, hopefully he's going to be okay. It sounds like, you know, the, the initial reports are that he's, you know, he's doing okay, but uh, certainly thoughts and prayers are with uh, Jay Bowmeister and his family. And you always wonder if there's going to be a Stanley Cup hangover for the teams that are playing that deep into the year. But both the Bruins and the Blues, right on top of their divisions, two of the best records in all of hockey, and doesn't really seem to be uh, affecting them at all this season. No, it doesn't. And, uh, you know, look, with the parity that's in the league, you know, today, you you know, you wouldn't. You wouldn't fault the team if they if they came out of the gate slowly or, or weren't able to to match the same level of play the following year after going so deep into the playoffs. But credit to both these clubs, uh, they've been fantastic all year long. Uh, you know, it's a little more surprising side see they won. Uh, you know, can, you know, you certainly would expect them to to enjoy themselves in the summertime and maybe they would get off to a slower start. I think for the Bruins, they've got a veteran. Guys that 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 know what it takes, and and certainly when you lose like that, and and you have a window that I think most people would agree with in Boston that, you know, it's not a five, seven, eight year window in Boston. It seems to be closing, you know, with some aging veterans. These guys understand the importance of coming back in shape and being hungry, and certainly guys like Bergeron and and Chara, Rask, and 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 Marshawn have done that. So credit to them. Still a lot of hockey to play. We'll see how it plays out here, you know, post trade deadline and into the and into the postseason. But uh, both those guys, both those teams, deserve a lot of credit for where they are right now. And now you say with the windows kind of closing a little bit with some of the older guys that the Bruins have. Trade deadline is just twelve days away. Are the Bruins uh, player come the deadline? I think they got to be. Uh, I mean, this is a team that. You know, like I said, I mean, I think their window is around, you know, two years. Uh, for me, I know guys like Krejci that, you know, have some years left. But, I mean, the question will be, you know, do they do they max out, you know, all those years on, the, on, on their contracts that are remaining? I don't know. I mean, and Krejci has two, Bergeron three, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you guys might know that stuff a little more than I do. But I, I can't imagine that, 
you know, the window for the Bruins is beyond that. And, and I'm not even sure that if those guys would play to the to the full end of their deal. So, I, I, look, I, I think the Bruins have to be aggressive. I think they've got to find a way to, to get uh, a, a top six forward, preferably that second line right wing. And if it doesn't happen, maybe maybe it is a left shot winger. Uh, and maybe you work work things in pairs. Maybe Pasternak comes down and plays with with Krejci, and Marshawn stays with Bergeron, and, and maybe you move DeBrus down with Coyle. I, I really like Coyle's game here as of late. I think he's been much better and playing with much more confidence. Seems to be hanging onto the puck, and and maybe you work in pairs for your for your top nine and, and see how you can work it in that way. But uh, I think the Bruins and Don Sweeney has to be aggressive. Uh, here at the here at the deadline, they've they've got to help this team get over the hump because it looks like Tampa Bay is finding their groove at the right time of year, and you got to expect it's going to be a tough uh, a tough way to get out of the Eastern Conference. We're talking to Brian Boucher, NBC Sports uh, Bruins Canadians tonight will be on NBCSN. Uh, are we seeing the end of the Bruins run at, as the top team in the National Hockey League? Tampa Bay has now played the same number of games; they're a point behind Boston. They're nine zero and one in their last ten. They're like twenty and two since December. They are an on charging train here. They they've been remarkable. Uh, it's possible that the Bruins, you know, run at the top could be over as far as the regular season. I'm not so sure that I would be overly concerned about that. That's not something that uh, you know you shoot for if you get the President's Trophy. I don't think anybody celebrates that in the NHL. Um, so it's about peaking at the right time. Right now, the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing well. Maybe they're peaking too soon. Who knows? But, I mean, I still love the Bruins team. I, I love I love the way they play. I think they're, they're good defensively. Their structure is good. Uh, their power play uh, is, you know, is, you know, can be deadly. Their goaltending is fantastic. So I, I like a lot of the pieces. I do think they need to add here at the deadline to, to get them over the hump. Um but look, it's 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 not going to be easy, right? I mean, they, if Tampa Bay learns anything from what what happened to them last year, it's that uh, you know they may have to find more structure in their game come postseason, and we'll see if they can translate the the strong play that they've had here down the stretch or right now recently since Christmas time uh, when it matters most. The pressure is going to be on them because you know they lost in that first round last year in four straight, and all eyes are going to be on them in the first round of the playoffs. And the minute they lose a game or two in that first round, you can bet the questions are coming for John Cooper and the guys inside that locker room. Um, but for the Bruins, I think they're a veteran club. They know what's going on. They know they know what they need to do. Uh, we'll see. You will see if Don Sweeney can help them. And if they do, then you know I think the Bruins have to be one of the favorites coming out of the East once again. The best player on the Bruins who's not under contract for at least two more seasons is Tory Krug, who will be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. How important is he in, in, in trying to bring him back? And also, what kind of deal do you think he would command, Bob, uh, in the open market? I like Tory Krug a lot. Uh, you know, I think he's a terrific power play guy. And. You know, I, I've heard some people talk about I, I think some people were throwing around, you know, would they deal him at the deadline? I can't even imagine that. Like, I wouldn't even think about that. He's a guy that you got to keep in, in the fold right now. You know, on the open market, what he what would he command? I mean, you got to think, you know, eight million, maybe seven, eight million. I mean, you know, Yossi's making, you know, nine plus. Uh, you know, maybe a comp of his would be Ryan Ellis's uh, deal. Ellis is below that. So I think it's somewhere in the seven, eight million dollar range. Um, I don't know that 
Boston would be willing to go, you know, to those lengths to get him signed long term. And I, you know, you, I think if you're Boston, you're hoping that he would give you some sort of hometown discount. I think the other guys in, on that roster have proven to to do that as well. And they've got a good group there. You know, for Krug, you know, the question will be, I think he would have to have the realization that he knows that the the, the window to win would be early on in that deal for him and with this group. Uh, and beyond that, it's kind of like, you know, you roll the dice. You don't know what it's going to be like towards the end of a longer-term deal in Boston. So who knows if that's even a, a positive situation. And if that's the case and you gave and you gave him less to stay in Boston, was that a win for Tory Krug? He's the only guy that could figure that out, whether he'd be happy staying in Boston and, and maybe making an, another run or two out of here early on in that deal. Um, certainly something that'll be interesting. I, I think the Bruins are going to have to get creative to get him signed. There's no no doubt about that. But uh, I think in the short term, it's about trying to find a way to win with him as running your top power play unit and uh, with the group that they have because they certainly have the, the talent and the group to do it. Bush, we always appreciate the time. Enjoy the game at the Garden tonight that you're taking away from me, I might add, but I'll get, <laughs> I'll get over it. All right, Dale. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Bush. All right, thank you. Uh, that is Brian Boucher on the Harbor One Hotline. Brian is brought to you by Star Market, the official supermarket of the Boston Bruins.